Acts chapter 4 and Acts chapter 5. No God like Jehovah. Do you believe it? Have you received it? I don't hear no amens out there. That's my wife. Do you believe it? Acts chapter 4. Verse 15. But when they commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? For indeed an order of a miracle has been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But I'd spread no further among the people. Let us straightly threaten them. Threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Will it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judging? For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go find nothing how they might punish them because of the people. For all men glorified God for that which was done. The apostles bent back to their company in verse 26. The apostles are complaining to Jesus. The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth against thy holy child, Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel are gathered together for to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel had before predetermined. Let's go to verse 30. The Lord below there is threatening, verse 29, verse 30 says, But grant us that we may speak your word to heal works, signs, and wonders. Notice, in the, by the name of Jesus, verse 30. And then the apostles disobeyed them in verse 28, chapter 5, saying, Did we not straightly command you? That you should not teach in this name. And behold, you fill Jerusalem with your doctrine. And tend to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God more than man. Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Let the name of Jesus... Bring in subjection every spirit and every principalities and power to this wonderful name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And my title is Hated for the Name Jesus. Clap your hands. Hated for the name of Jesus. Maybe seated. The Bible tells that Amalek, the king, tried to destroy Israel when they're coming out of bondage and tried to destroy them. And Saul was given the commission, exterminate them. Saul disobeyed God and saved Agag and a bunch of other folks. And out of that came a wicked man called Haman out of Persia, today Iran. He rose up and decided to destroy every Jew. I don't know if you know this, but a Christian name is a Jew. You're a jewel to God. God said, they're my jewels. And my jewels are going to be reserved for his coming. And Amen said, there are some people among us whose laws are diverse 
from others. And they're not going to be any good to us because their laws are diverse from our laws. Let us make a pack and let's destroy every one. The greatest asset to the devil would be destroying the name of Jesus from this city. He would love to eliminate that name. Now, the devil don't mind what name you call. Name any political name. Name any religious name. Any philosopher's name. Sir Francis Drake, Christopher Columbus, amen, and all these great men out there that we look up to, Darwin and all that, John F. Kennedy, Martin Luther King and all that. Nobody protests. But the only name that you will not shout out in a restaurant and pray to is the name of Jesus. The devil, you start singing that name and the sinner's coming by, he says, hold your breath. You start praying, he says, quiet it down. There's something about the name. He said, ye shall be hated of all men for my name. I've got news for you, beloved. That day has arrived. Tell the person beside you, get ready for push and shove. You go, if you call yourself a Jesus name person, you're going to be in turmoil. You're going to have a problem on the job. Problem in Canada. Problem around the world. If you dare say, I am a Christian and I'm a Jesus believer. There's a man about 40 years old, the Bible says, and he was crippled all his life, never being healed. And two Pentecostal men came by, looked at him, and figured God can do better than that. And looked at him and says, I don't have what you're looking for, silver and gold, like some of the preachers have today. But such as I have. The only thing I've got in my person right now is a name. I work on a job where people hated me because I was a Christian. There are other religious people on the job. They didn't hate them. But they hated the way I dressed, the way I read my Bible, the way I prayed, the way I believed. The name Jesus was an affront to them. Every boss I had couldn't stand my presence. It was an upset to them. There's something about the name of Jesus. It just turned people off. I don't care what their religious persuasion is. You mention Jesus and you create a problem. You think you just curse a four-letter word. But he says, in the name of Jesus. I've never heard anybody say, in the name of the Father, rise up. In the name of the Son, get up. And then the Holy Ghost, get up. It just don't happen. Because nothing is going to occur. But the devil knows. Every hell knows. When you mention that name, hell shakes. Devils tremble. Falling angels wobble. Because there's something about that name. Which is above every name. They said, by what name? By what name? And by what power? Or by what authority? Have you done this? They didn't say Buddha. Krishna. Pilate. Herod. But by the name that you hate. There are people in this building that hate that name. But we love the name of Jesus. It's sweeter than them all. It's taller than them all. It's more glorious than them all. In the name of Jesus, they bow, they fall. He says, get up. They stood, stood right up. Everybody was surprised that this man stood up. And I like how Peter responded. 
Why are you looking at us? As if we, by our own holiness and righteousness, have just healed this man. He said, I want to tell you, my friend, that man that you nailed on the cross, that guy that you spat on, that guy that you reject and hated and despised and humiliated, he's alive. I said, Jesus is alive. Every other Savior's died, but they're in their grave. I said, they're in their grave. You know, this reminds me of a guy called Daniel. He's the only guy you ever see footprints going in the lion's den and footprints coming out. And it's just like Jesus. Uh, that's the only guy I said. Footprint going in and footprints coming out. Uh, you know why? Because the Lord is almighty, omnipotent, all-powerful, invisible, but can become visible. He said, look, by the name of Jesus, by that name Jesus, this man has been made whole. Now, folks, there are messianic groups going around trying to confuse you with the name Jesus and Zeus. Don't fall for that mess. Don't fall for Yeshua or Yeshua or all that garbage. God know you don't speak Hebrew. God know you speak Canadian. God know you speak English. And he will talk to you in English. And his name shall be called Jesus. For he shall save Canadians from their, not in their sins, but from their sins. Nobody else could produce a name that can save you from your sins. And so they said, look, by what name? They said, by the name Jesus. You know why they said, by what name? Because Herod and Pilate always operate with their seal of their name. But God gave us power. We're not whip people. You don't hide your prayer. You don't get embarrassed by calling that name. Wear that name on your lapel. Wear it with pride. Wear that name with dignity. If they want to call you Jesus only, that sounds good. What else do you have? It's all in him. The fullness of the Godhead bodily. And we are complete in him, not them. Little children, keep yourself from idols. So by what power? By what name? Church, this year, we're going to see miracles that nobody can deny. We are going to have a supernatural intervention that they can't reverse. I mean, an irreversible act of God. They have to confess there's no God like their God. Give me a mic here. Nebuchadnezzar, hallelujah, had to confess there's no God like this God. Hallelujah. There is salvation in no other name. You know, God taught me something. I said, Pastor Neil, if you start naming all those false prophet names out there, they may even stone you. They may even try to cut you up. Like men speak. I'm, saying, I'm going to give you a way around that. You know how you do that? Just say this. There is no other name. No other name. Come on now. Start from Pharaoh in Egypt. Work your way all down to the Mese and the Persians. And the Grecians. And the Romans. Come right down to the Islamic times. Come past to the Catholicism time. Come on right down to the political time. Name any name you want. You're wasting your time. Devils don't respond to no other name but the name of Jesus. I was sick and my mother came in the house and she prayed in the name of Jesus. 
Nobody in this building can stand up and say, I pray in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost and they got healed. You're a liar. And you're the father of lies. It just don't happen. But if I say, how many got healed by the name of Jesus Christ? How many could stand up? We are compassed by so great a cloud of witnesses. Look at the witnesses. And the rest of you, you're liars. God healed you before. When you scramble on your feet and stand and worship God, I said, all those who are healed by the name of Jesus, I want you to stand up right now and give God the glory as I've been healed by that name. When they ask you by what name, am I what power? Maybe seated. This young man was told by the doctor he's going to die from cancer. He looked at the doctor and said, but what did the blood report says? He said, what? He said, what did the blood report says? He said, when you mention Jesus Christ's name, it's the same as bringing his blood. The name and the blood goes together. You can't have the name and not have the blood. When I gave blood test, that blood was no good if there was no name on it. And you can't mix up the names with the blood. And I'm telling you, my friend, there's one blood. It's the purchase possession. At the name of Jesus, that man rose up and began to walk. They said, we can't deny what just took place. Now, folks, let me tell you, you get ready for this. The charismatic world, the Trinitarian world, the Protestant world, and the Roman Catholic world got plans for you. Even in the city, they got plans for you. They're going to persecute you. And God ain't going to try to prosecute you over the name. Because either you're going to deny that name or confess that name. He told the church in Revelation, you have not denied my name. Antipas confessed that name and they martyred him. You don't know. You might be called upon for martyrdom. There's a radical group that's in our world today. If you mention Jesus Christ, they could behead you. You mention the name Jesus or Christian and you're as good as dead. They chop your head off. Blow your head off. Blow your church up. Kill your family. You know what your sin was? I'm a Christian. You will not be hated for racism or the color of your skin or for the car you drive. But you will be hated for the name by which you're called. They're going to blaspheme the name that you're called by. Nobody's going to blaspheme you. If you said, I believe Father and Son and Holy Ghost, ignore you. You don't mean nothing. But you mention the name. Mm. By what name? Don't teach again. We don't mind you working miracles. And we don't mind you preaching. I got some friends in the States. They refuse to preach the oneness message because it may offend their audience. I don't care if you're offended. This preacher don't care one lick if you're offended. I'm going to preach to defend his name. I don't care if you don't like what I preach. I'm not preaching to suit you. I'm preaching to please God. The apostle says, do we please men or God? We're not looking for companionship. We're looking for fellowship with the Son of God who gave his life, who ransomed on the cross. I'm telling you, church, draw the line. Which side are you on? Are you for the name or for the titles? Where do you belong? The apostle says, we're going to obey God more than man. That's what this church is going to have to become. Church, 
We are not going to grow by quantity. We're going to grow by divine quality. It's in the name of Jesus. Satan bow. It's in the name of Jesus. You know, the devil is not stupid. He said, Jesus, I know. Thank God. Paul, I know. But who are you? I'm going to tell you right now. In the Islamic world, they've changed Matthew 28, 19. Put it on the board. To make it agreeable, that's not the first time they've done that. They've done it also in 325 AD. When Acts 2.38 people insist on what Peter was preaching, called the Apostles' Doctrine, there was much uproar in Rome. And, hallelujah, the Caesars couldn't stop it. The more they killed them, the more they grew. It's called the blood of the martyrs was the seed of the Pentecostal church. You know the problem with us today? We're too embraced by everything but truth. I wonder if they brought in that situation in this church, how many of you would survive on these pews today? How many of you would survive if the issue was to brought up right now? It's your life or Jesus Christ. Don't look at me like that. I'm telling you by the Holy Ghost, that day is arriving. That day is coming. Shut the Holy God of Israel. When you are not going to sit on the fence, you'll either become Christian or a Christian. But you can't be both. And the issue will be my name. You're going to be hated of all nations, of the kings of the earth. For my name. Hello. I won't hate you for the miracles. I won't hate you for your choir and your songs. I won't hate you for those things. Just don't mention that name. Because he's the holy one. Not the mystical three. You Pentecostal future boys, come sit up front here. Because I'm fixing the stone, you guys. If I have a die before you guys start preaching, I'd have a resurrection. I come and spit in your face. You're a preacher trinity around here. Who else is missing? Where's Michael, the archangel? Get him. You come down this pulpit and preach three gods, I hope the lightning hits you, split your head in two. Look, look at me like that. I mean what I'm saying. You have not denied my name. Hallelujah. What's his name? And she shall call his name. For he shall save from their, in their sins. From their sins. Let me tell you something, church. This thing goes way back. After Nimrod's situation. After Nimrod's situation. Everybody had their gods. But God chose Abraham. And said, call me God Almighty. It's amazing how Jesus called himself the all in Revelation. You can't have two all my tears. One's going to be a liar. And Jesus said, I am the all. I was dead. And I'm alive forevermore. The invincible, incomprehensible Jesus Christ. The only wise God. The only true God. The only true Savior. He said, I am he that was dead and is alive forevermore. The almighty. And by the way, he said, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And Abraham saw my day. They said, you're not yet 30 years old. He said, look, I am that I am. I'm the Alpha. I'm the Omega. I'm omnipotent. I'm all incomprehensible, God. Oh, clap here to Jesus. Jacob said, what's your name? He said, why do you want my name? I'm going to change your name. Hello. Manoah came to God and says, what's your name? He said, why do you want to know my name? My name is a secret. 
My name is a secret. You see, today, you folks can pick weird names from any books you want to. But in Bible days, not so. Names mean something. Nabal means something. Bar-Jesus means something. Hello? And the name Jesus Christ is a hidden, mysterious name. Kept for centuries and for hundreds of years. Do you hear me? And so Manoah said, what is your name? He said, I can't tell you. It's a secret. Agar says in chapter 30 of the book of Proverbs, what is your name? What's your son's name? And then Jesus Christ came and said, nobody knows who the son is. Not even the Pope. Look at me like that. The Pope don't know him. No one knows who the son is, but the father. And no man know who the father is, but the son. And him to whom the son will reveal him. You cannot get baptized in Jesus Christ's name even if I paid you a thousand dollars. You know why? You don't have a revelation. Because you can't come except God draws you. And if God is not interested in you, you don't feel nothing but wrath and anger. They were cut in their heart when Stephen preached Jesus. People are cut in their heart when you mention the name of Jesus. They get mad at you when you mention the oneness of God. Why? They don't have a revelation. What they have is a revolution against the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. The most offensive doctrine in the world is the Pentecostal truth. You know why? We teach we are the only way. That there is no other way. There's only one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one doctrine, one God is above all, and the others are trash. And we teach a church. It's the truth. And so everybody gets upset and mad. Why? You're not the first one getting mad. You won't be the first one to walk out on God. They did it in the Bible. Don't teach that name. Now, church, I'm talking to you. We got a lot of compromisers. In Islam, gonna whip us out. Islam serve a good purpose to separate the wheat from the chaff. Because if you don't have a revelation, you're not gonna allow yourself to suffer hazard for that name. No man come to me, Jesus says, not us, except the Spirit. I was preaching Jasper Avenue in the street, and one guy grabbed him by the collar, pushed me against the wall like this. He says, what is that name? I said, Jesus. He said, well, if you didn't tell me the truth, I'd punch you. <laughs> he was drunk. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know how many rejections I've been through? Do you know that name? I could tell you every place I've gone. I've had more rejection than acceptance. My dad was in a city called Amber Valley. God told my dad to stay home because he got to work for him. My dad is a carpenter. He worked for GCOS. And the word of God came and says, stop. I got to work for you. He stayed for one week, one week. And then he began to question. I said, well, is this stuff God or what? And God said, are you going to ride? He went on a trip. <laughs> Brother Terry from, from the state said, he's writing a book on this. This is awesome. He said, the book of Acts is still here. He drove all the way from Edmonton right to Amber Valley, which you would never know it existed because it's all bush there. You wouldn't see a thing. <coughs> And when he went, God got him right to the place. And then I said, stop. Don't go any further. Because further than that is McMurray. Don't go any further. God said, turn. And he turned. And when he turned, hallelujah, he was about to go into the false prophet home. And God said, don't go there. No, no, no. Go over there. And he pointed to this family. There's a lady in their religion who made the mistake 
and start reading the book of Acts and start asking for it. You see, you could have a religion or an experience. There is a difference. Everybody's religious. The devil is religious. He got apostles and prophets and teachers and all that stuff. Everything God does, he copies it. He's a, he's a monkey in God's back. And so he went to the house. And God said, knock the door. A farmer came. Brother Ian, stand up. You came out of Amber Valley Revival. Well, how long was your hair? Show up how long your hair was. Down his back. When God comes in your life, you change. Your garment change. A lot of folks hate this church because we teach women got to change. Men got to change. And they say, we don't believe it. You're right because you're not a Christian. You're religious. But when you're a child of God, everything has changed. If any man is in Christ, he's a brand new creature. All things pass away. Behold, all things become new. My friend, this ain't no religion. It's salvation. That cripple change. When God come in your life, you change from your hair to your toe. You want religion, you can have it. But you ain't going nowhere but hell. And I hate to say that. I hate to admit that. Said, what do you want? He said, God sent me here. He said, what for? So let me show you my Bible. He said, come on, sit down. And he turned to Acts chapter 2. Hallelujah. And in the kitchen was his wife. Weeping. Crying. Because she's praying. I said, God, I got the Holy Ghost. But this church don't believe in talking in tongues. And every time I pray, it comes upon me that crazy. And they put me outside the door to sit down. Could you please send somebody to let me know if this is of God or of man? You can't convince me that God led you to Trinity. You will never let me believe that. It's a lie. It's impossible. For the spirit to bring knowledge of anybody else but Jesus. When the Holy Ghost has come, he shall testify of me, Jesus said. Not us. Us came from Rome. But from Jerusalem came Jesus. And whilst he's preaching and showing them, the wife came out. The husband knows what she has. Within the month, he got the Holy Ghost. I was there when his, when his kid got the Holy Ghost right in his house. And boy, they made a mistake. We want to introduce you to the church. And the preacher, boy, all hell break loose now. He went in there. Well, what do you think my daddy's going to preach? Trinity? Unity? Come on now. Let's all get together and have religious services. Oh no. Oh no. This is more than a friend taking fried chicken, friend. Hello. My dad started preaching oneness of God, and the people started shouting. It was like the light came on. Truth is a revelation. Sometime I walk in this church when the lights are out. And it's dark. When I first came in, I can't see nothing. But if I stand long enough, pretty soon my eyes adjust to the dark. And I can see every chair. Let me tell you why people are Trinitarian. Because it's a doctrine of convenience. They don't have to change. They can live the same way they've always lived. Cuss the same way they've always cussed. Dress the same way they've always dressed. Lie they've always lied. Do what they feel like and no change because there's no conviction. There is no requirement. But honey, when you come, Jesus Christ is a standard. 
be he holy, for I am holy. Without holiness, you can't see God. Don't preach in that name. Don't teach in that name. You know who the Sadducees are? You know where they came from? 400 years of silence. When God is absent, the devil comes as a counterfeit. Hallelujah. You know the Pharisees came from? Counterfeit. Read that for yourself. And when Jesus Christ came, he said, you follow those guys, you're going to end up in the ditch. You know who killed Jesus? Herod, Pilate, Pharisees, Essenes, and all the E's. All against one man. They want him dead. He's always a problem. Jesus Christ is still a problem in this church, around the world. You mention that name, everybody starts squirming. You want to lose a friend pretty quick? Say, you know what? I'm a Christian. Is that true? When I, when I got safe, amen, from college, all my friends came, my girlfriend and boyfriend, they all came to church, and I said, boy, Neil, that's good for you, not good for me. Bye. They dropped me. I didn't drop them. The name of Jesus is an affront still to people. They can't stand that name. And you wonder, what's, the, what's all the fuss? Well, eventually, the church got split. My dad didn't split it. The folks want to be, one, they want to be baptized in Jesus' name the right way. You know, the man of God opened those scriptures and said, look, nobody in your Bible, King James Version, where we're baptized, follow the Son, Holy Ghost. Don't you care? I was in Nigeria, and I was teaching. A lot of pastors got baptized, several hundreds. Almost a thousand of them got rebaptized and baptized their people. And, 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 and we showed them in the scripture. I asked them, who's going to believe, your pastor or the Bible? They all said the Bible. Open the pages. Acts 2.38. What do you see there? What's the drama? Acts 8, 16. What do you read right there? Come on now. You have to be a hypocrite or a liar or a blind person not to admit the truth. Because it says in Acts 8, 16, they were all baptized in the name of Jesus only. Acts 10, 44 to 48, how were they baptized? I want to tell you, friend, those Africans were sincere. They don't act like North Americans. When they saw it, they bow to the truth. You think God going to let me and you go to hell and the devil going to laugh at it? You're going to send a messenger and going to come in my name. Whatsoever you do in words or deed, do it all in the name of, for there is no higher name than, no other name given among men. We bow, we must be what? And so people want to get baptized. But one guy, one old guy, you know, he loved the preacher that was there before him, before my dad. And so he should. I mean, it's, it's his leader. And he says, but Brother Neil, if I got to perish, it's got to perish. But I'm not going to do it again. He says, if I have to burn, I'll just burn. Well, he had a sad case. Well, you know, eventually my dad pulled away from them. And some followed him and some didn't. Most of them didn't. I said, now the ten didn't follow him. Amen. As far as I know, only one from that place that really died in their salvation plan. Only one I know of and the rest didn't. In fact, when he, before he was dying, we haven't seen him for, for months, I mean for days. We thought something is wrong. He's always at church first. He fell in his bathtub. And he was unable to get up, and he laid there. I said, a young man in the building, something's wrong. He's always first. I've always seen him walking to church. Go find out what's going on. And the home he was in didn't even check upon him. Well, we finally broke into the house. He was in the bathtub. He fell. And he hurt himself, and he could not get up. And he lay in that 
thing. I said, God, send somebody to help me. And a literal angel showed up. An angel literally showed up. You should hear him with that Oklahoma accent. He says, and he looked at me, and I looked at him. And he looked at me, and then he dropped something in the water, and my pain disappeared. And that's how we're going to get him out of there. The steps of a good man and a good woman is ordered by the, by the Lord. The same God of Acts chapter 8 and Acts chapter 10 led to Amber Valley, beloved. Led to Amber Valley. Hallelujah. And brought those people in. And then in Westlock, my dad came across a bunch of other folks again. They were religious. A whole bunch of them led by a woman. And the message of Jesus Christ being preached. And as soon as he mentioned how to be saved properly, they hated him. Plague. One person went to dinner and 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 put a the plate on the on the table and a knife and fork and said, Now, Reverend Neil, is so and so saved? This false prophet. He said, Well, what does the Bible say? He says, No, is he saved? I said, Well, yes, and obey that. You know what they did? They pick up the plate, pick up the knife and the fork, and they disfellowship him. I want to tell you, friend, they put the apostles in jail for preaching the name in Macedonia. But Paul says that the word of God is not what? It's not bound. Every one of them die in their sins. I was in Amber Valley, not, I mean in, uh, in Whitewood, Wildwood, and there was a lady, she, she, she just hate this message. And her daughter-in-law got saved. And her son didn't get saved, so she told her son to beat the life out of that girl. And every time we go to study, she's crying to me. Well, it's not my job to break up homes. I don't do those things. No, 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 no. Make their own decisions. You live by it. He slapped her, hit her with iron, all that stuff. She's bruised. And all I could do is cry for her. I said, next time he does this to you, man, just say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. And I went, next time she's smiling. I said, what's up? She says, he came with an iron after you left and was going to hit me across the head. And I said, in the name of Jesus. It happened before. Even Sister Grace told us in Jamaica, this guy's going to cut her husband's heads off with a machete. She said, I plead the blood of Jesus. You see, you saints don't know the power of that name. You don't know the power of that name. You better discover the power of that name. It makes hell trembles. It makes Satan wobble in his boots, my friend. He can't take it. He can't stand when you call on that name. They said, by what name? By what power have you brought this man to deliverance? It's because of the name of Jesus. Church, the name of Jesus is the keys to the kingdom. Let's worship God right now. I'm going to tell you, we got churches all across our fellowship that refuse to preach like this. You know why? They're more concerned about acceptance of man than of God. But the Apostle Paul, on his journey after killing Stephen, amen, you know, we're all one-time enemies of Jesus. We all were enemies. And I said, while he was walking, to kill a whole bunch more. A voice came from heaven. He said, Saul, why are you persecuting me? That was not the second person in the Trinity. Or the third person. Paul says, who art thou? Didn't say I'm Muhammad. 
Buddha, Krishna, Mary. What does your Bible says? What does your Bible says? What does your Bible says? Let me tell you, I'll be the most successful pastor in church if I want nobody in make Mary but preacher's message. As long as you keep the message right, you're a success. Success is not based on conversions. It's based on faithfulness to the truth revealed. Can you clap your hand right now? Boys, you hear me? Truth revealed. Who art thou, Adonai? Who art thou? You know what you said? I am Jesus. You ought to be shouting right now. You know, people said, Pastor Neil, come to church and fit the message to pick on me. Nonsense! I didn't even know you are going to be here. I didn't even know you were coming here. But the Holy Ghost knows that you're coming here. And God won't talk to you. If you're honest, you'll confess and fall down and say, truly, God is in this place. What kind of church is this? What kind of church is this? What kind of preacher is this? In the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. I'm preaching the truth of the name of Jesus. You can't run from truth. Sit down for a while. Festus and Agrippa said, Paul, Paul, you're mad. He said, no. He said, after the man, the man that some call heresy, so worship I, the God of my father. One guy looked at me one time from one of the churches in town who run three or four services. He knew how long I was here. He said, I want to talk to you, preacher. I know you're, I know how you are. But I noticed you don't care what we do. You still stay the same. I thought, well, where else can I go? Who, who else have eternal life? He alone has it. I want the apostolic doctrine. Nobody come out of this pulpit and preach anything different while I'm here. I will throw them out. I will stand for it. And God will stand for it. My house, Jesus said, shall be called a house of prayer. To whom do we pray? Who do we pray to? What's his name? Shout it, Jesus. Jesus, he's the way maker. He's the only wise God. And I'm coming to a close pretty soon. Sit down for a while. The Pope and Catholic Church and her daughter, Protestant churches, have agreed to one thing. Since we can't fight Islam with a sword, We'll join them under the name of Abraham. They said Ishmael belonged to Abraham and Isaac belonged to Abraham. So under that basis, we can come together. Amen. And merge Christianity with Islam and call it Christianity. Let me tell you, Islam teaches anybody Anybody, including their own believers, whoever confess that Jesus is Son of God, you've just committed the unpardonable sin in Islamic religion. Boy, that is powerful. 
if Jesus Christ is not the Son of God, you are yet in your sins. God so loved the world that he gave his only, not procreation son, but begotten son. Begotten, meaning that a man, he was bypassed by a virgin. It means God created a baby in the womb of Mary. Not by procreation, but divine incarnation. And his name shall be called. His name shall be called. His name shall be called. I said his name shall be called. His name shall be called. I said his name shall be called. This is a Jesus name church. I said we are a Jesus name believer. That's what we stand for. That's what we took on. We took on his name. He came and picked out our people for his, for his, for his. What's his name? What's his name? Shout that name. If you love that name, praise that name. Be careful what Bible you read. You folks are innocent, you don't know this. But there are Bibles out where Matthew 28 9 have been changed. Father become Lord. Son become Messiah. Holy Ghost become Holy Spirit. And we're saying God has no family. Beloved, the family name in heaven is what? The more excellent name is what? When you do anything in word or deed, anybody get baptized in the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, they're going to die in their sins. You tell them, Pastor, you say that. They're going to die in their sins. I may not be around a seat, but they're going to die lost. There is salvation in no other name given among men under heaven whereby you must be saved in the name of Jesus. Let's stand. Sins are remitted. Come on. Islam, Islam want you to confess that God has no son. I dare you to say yes to that. If you say God has no son, then you're antichrist. He that denied the son also denied the father. He who had the son hath both the father and the son. Because Jesus Christ said, when you see me, you've seen the father also. For I and my father are, not three. This is the father and I. So I and my father. This church is built on that. I don't care if we don't grow unless we know. Amen. You know, the word Carlos Jesus only expect me to apologize. There ain't no apologizing nothing. There ain't no other. There ain't no other Jesus. One Lord. One faith. One baptism. But to us there's one God. He's the only wise God. And our Savior. What's his name? Don't preach in that name. Don't teach in that name they said. What does Islam tell you? Don't teach in that name. Don't preach in that name. Huh? And the Pope teaches, teaching the Trinity. Let me tell you something, friend. Trinity came 325 years after apostolic doctrine were established. Mohammedism came in 600 years later after Christianity was established. This year, 
every one of you are going to either deny the name or confess the name. And sometime, there's going to be a wife who confessed the name and the father denied. Husband denied. Sometimes it's children and parents. That's why it said, one taken and the other left. When my wife married me, she took on my name. And the Lord visited the Gentiles to pick out a people for his name. Amen. And everyone that name of the name of Christ must depart from what? And if my people, which are called by my, what's your name? What's his name? Jesus. Am I telling the truth? So why is this offensive? A preach about the truth is very troublesome. It's very harmful. Beloved, this pastor loves you so much that I run the risk of you hating me. Because I do not want to see you in a casket going to a devil's hell without the name on. There's no other name. So our pastor's friends, they will not preach oneness of God. In one church, 16 different Bibles being read. They all can't be right. If you ever deny the word Holy Ghost, you're denying the resurrection. Brother Jackson, my dad is dead and gone, but at least you came out of it. Mr. Jobin came out of it, and many others. Hallelujah. Sister Jackson came out of it. And someday I won't be in McMurray. But if I have a diocese, he'll bear me in McMurray. Make sure you bury me right here. Because I want to rise up with this city. I want to face them eyeball to eyeball. Shaka Mahaya. I want to face all those false prophets. I want to face those false churches. I'm going to say to you folks in St. Albert, don't you sell out for a crowd. Don't you compromise the name of Jesus. I wish I knew that song. The name of Jesus is higher than the ball. Would you bow your head right now? If you really believe this pastor's picking on you, then don't come to this altar. But if you believe the pastor loves you enough to preach this way to you, then join me in this altar. Hallelujah. Join me at this altar. I said, I will not deny your name. I will not deny your name. But I'll confess your name. I will confess. Sing. Hallelujah.
thee. We can't help but teach that name. For there's no other name given to us. Master, Yeah. 